Welcome back to another episode of Unhyped. Um, this week's episode is going to be a little bit more of a serious discussion and conversation between all of us. Um, this is a podcast that is about kicks and culture. And we feel as though it's really important to talk about the culture aspect this week because of everything that has been going on. And we feel as though we want to use this platform to really start discussion and start talking about this topic. Um, before we get into this week's episode, we want to take a brief 30-second moment of silence to remember the lives of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and the countless others that have lost their lives due to police brutality and the injustice that is in this country. So we're going to take a 30-second moment of silence. All right, so we're back at it again with the boys. Nori. It's cracking, people. It's cracking and cracking. It's Nori in the building. As we said earlier, we're going to take a different focus, a point on this uh, conversation that we're about to have today on the pod. And please, please, whoever's listening, don't feel offended. Don't feel a certain type of way. This is our opinions, and we are going to be respectful, and I hope you guys are respectful of our opinions. All right, guys. So as many of you know, and if you don't know, um, there has been a lot going on over this past week. Um, so we are currently recording on the 3rd of June. Um, and uh, up to this point, there has been a lot of stuff going on. There's been a lot of protests. I think every single state at this point has had their protests. So there's there's a lot going on. If you don't know about it, please look into it. Educate yourselves a little bit on what's going on because this is important for us to all be on the same page because this is an important time in our in our country's history and in order for us to move forward, we all need to be on the same page at this point. That's 100%. Uh that's definitely 100 So to start off again, the I would say the moment that kind of sparked all of this um, was the was the murder, essentially, of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And thankfully, today there has been news where the officer that actually committed the biggest crime has been charged with second degree murder instead of third degree. And the other three officers were charged with aiding and abetting. So that is a huge move for us after almost a week now of protests. So that's a huge move forward. And um, there's a lot of stuff that I feel is kind of being overshadowed with this one case. As we mentioned, um, George... Floyd is not the only person that was affected by this. 
in the past, I think within a week span, it was Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and um, Tony McDade. I believe it's McDade. Um, and that was all within a week. So this whole movement and everything that's going on at the moment really is long overdue, I think, in my opinion. Like, it's long overdue. Even in New York, I think uh, Eric Gardner, 2014. In, back in 2014, that was six years ago. And we haven't seen, a, like, a resurgence of this sort of protesting happen since then. And I know there's people that have been doing it behind the scenes and constantly vouching for that. I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to these like massive gatherings of people. So like back in the sixties, people were marching the streets day in, day out until change was made. And I feel that there was a little bit of complacency met where they, this would happen. Like the protesters would go out and protest for a short amount of time. And once there's no action being made, then it sort of dies down and many people forget about what's going on. Um, so I feel like now, especially with the quarantine, people have time. People have time to go out. That's so, exactly it. It's, it's, it's people have time. It's everybody is going through a pandemic. Everybody's sitting at home. They're actually analyzing and viewing and getting their own ideas, as well as being cooped up and dealing with all the other extra stuff that's going on in lives. And to witness something now, everyday life cycle. But now that being home and you're having enough time to to witness everything that's going on and put your own two cents into it, it's just it's a different it's a different move. Honestly, this whole thing has been going on for uh, too long, and they've been covering up for too long. And I feel like thanks to social media, we got to actually expose it and see it for what it is. That is just like all. Pre- does cops beating people and they're just overusing their power. I think uh, if we was all at work, if this quarantine thing didn't happen, I don't think this would have gotten as big as how it is big right now. Facts. I 100%. And I also feel like it's a blessing um, that we are quarantined, especially with the way that these like protests and the looting late at night has gone, that we're staying safe as well like it helps reduce the risk of any injuries or anybody getting hurt throughout this so property damage you can easily fix that like that's whatever but the fact that nobody's actually really getting hurt for the most part um due to like the looting and everything is a bit of a blessing i guess like if you want to find a bright side in it like it's a bit of a blessing that we still are at home and uh not working overnight or anything like that and um being a possible target for some of the individuals that are like looting these businesses that's true but then you also have to think of the safety of the uh the initial protesters that's going out on the front lines and 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 the speaking they're trying to be peaceful but yet they're being shot by rubber bullets as well as tear gas and just trying to speak their point and actually do it peacefully but yet they're still introduced to a whole bunch of violence as well. So uh, I just want to salute those that are going out there and uh, putting their health at risk and just to stand for a strong cause, as well as I want to salute the people that are also on the internet and online 
that feel that, like myself, my temperament, I know how I can be. So I can't see myself going out on a front because I can't control others' actions. I know what I can control and I like to control what I can control. So for those that are actually at home and they're posting and actually reaching out and finding ways that they can donate and take care of things, I salute y'all as well. Yeah, 100%. If you go ahead. I'm not going to hold you. I honestly know for a fact I couldn't be out there. So I do have to say big up to you guys. You guys are doing the world a great duty. The only reason why I say I can't be out there is because I have a very, very bad temper. And even yesterday, I had to like take myself off of IG. Even though the whole blackout thing wasn't supposed to be leaving IG, I had to take myself away. Because I've just been having really dark thoughts like that's been going through my head ever since this happened. And it's to the point where I'm like, if I do find myself in the whole like all protest thing and I'm out there, it's not going to be just a chance. If I see anything all going down, I feel like I'm that person to take action. And even like right now, I'm home, I post stuff, but I still question so much people like you have these, I don't want to say like like gangsters or anything, but like, let's say you are a gangbanger, right? And you are talking about protecting your community from another gang that's coming in. That's not the police, just a regular turf war. Now you have police actually beating up your community. I don't see anybody standing out. Now that's not my place to talk because I'm not from that lifestyle, but I I do want to ask like, where are these people right now? Because I know if, uh, let's say a op coming to your neighborhood, it's quick. You guys are on it. These cops are coming in and they're attacking peaceful protesters. Why aren't you out there with them too? Say like, yo, chill and stuff like that. Well, I was going to say, like, it's also our duty to hold one another accountable as well. Like, it's not just going out there and you see somebody doing something that's not supposed to be right. And you're like, oh, I don't want to step in because I don't really want to be a part of that situation so you let them carry on like i think that is like a a false or like a bad mentality to really have if you see something wrong step in like or at least give it a chance you can step in like hey uh maybe we shouldn't be doing this you should uh probably not focus your energy there and they're like well fuck you heard i'm a go (laughs) like you did you did your part you know what i mean you held your the your peers accountable but it's up to them if they want to listen like you can't force them to agree with whatever you want to like whatever you're saying or mm-hmm. agree with that you believe like hey maybe you shouldn't destroy this business maybe they have a valid reason maybe the person that ran that business said something fucked up to them and so they're, they're taking it out on them now so you can't really i guess make an excuse for it but you also don't know all the answers. All so right, you so can't, yeah. You guys seen the videos with all all the Caucasian girls, the white girls walking around spray painting and stuff like that, right? Facts. Yeah. If, if like me, if I saw that now, my actions is not going to be like, oh, can you stop? No, I'm going to rip your mask off so people can actually see your face. And then I have to like, yo, I have to attack you. Because now you're making it worse for people who's actually regular protesting. Because now the news is not showing, oh, Here's a peaceful protest. Nah, they're showing, oh, they're vandalizing, they're breaking windows when it has nothing to do with the people who's protesting. It's just regular, like, uh, looters that's going around and breaking shit. Pardon my language. 
But that's yeah. been getting to me too because I see that all the time. Like guys with skateboard walking around breaking windows for no reason. People are stopping them. That's great and all. But it's like, is it to me? I'm at the point where if I see you breaking stuff for no reason and you're not marching or or, or even chanting peaceful stuff, I'm gonna just have to deck you on site because now you're just making it worse for everybody else. Yeah, and that, see, that's how I feel about myself with my temperament. And then you never know what people got to lose. So. At the end of the day, I have a daughter, I have a family, so I know what the focal point that I bring to my family. Yeah. And me being a, putting myself in a situation where I can get locked up or injured, I know how it can be a domino effect and affect a lot of other things. So I try to try to keep myself away from that. But I'm like you with the on being on the internet and uh, trying to be aware of what's going on. But after a while, it's, it's all negative when you look online. Um, so I try to touch bases with people that I know that are actually outside and are touching yeah. people are in a mix and they were like, Oh, it wasn't as crazy as it's shown on, on, on the internet. But then again, you do see certain situations and certain spots where it does get in turn to a whole nother, whole nother situation. So do you guys feel like the protesters need like a set time to like, yo, we're going out this time and we're going to end this time so the cops know at least like yo our protesting start this and this and then if anybody's still outside that's the looters that's someone that's trying to fuck up shit well that's what the curfew's for that's what but that, but that's, that's the what the whole curfew's supposed to be for yeah but they're you can't, outside all day yeah but you could be outside all day like right now until 8 p.m right yeah. you'll be protesting peacefully marching doing whatever you need to do until 8 anyone that's out after 8 Unless they're an essential worker, that's people that are in the medical field, people that are, I, I believe, laundromats considered essential, um, bodegas, delis, like where you could buy food and, and shit like that. Those are all essential. But if you see anybody that's just roaming the streets, yeah, that's obviously not an essential worker. Well, I don't want to say obviously, yeah, but you definitely likelihood, yeah, the mm-hmm. likelihood of them being an essential worker just walking around the streets is not very high but that's where you go up to them you're like hey uh are you coming from work or anything like that oh uh yeah i'm coming from work all right just uh make sure you're you're, make sure you're home soon because we're going to be enforcing it later on and like you would do the sweeps and everything from eight to nine nine thirty right that gives that should give enough people time to get home because if I could come from the Bronx to my house in Brooklyn and I could make that trip in about an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. then as long as you are making mo- like motions towards your residence, you should be okay as long as you're outside. Should. Yeah. I'm not saying you will be because, again, we know the time that we live in right now. And the- right now you're seeing videos of these officers taking advantage of any situation. Son, and son, like, son. bro, <laughs> they're not even uh, uh giving you the warning. Like what you said, they should go up to you and be like, "Hey, you know the curfew's coming up. Here's a warning." They're just telling you straight up. Once they hit uh eight o'clock, I'm gonna beat you up. And like, how yeah, can you really look at somebody and say that? Like, oh, if it hit eight o'clock and you're in front of me, I'm gonna beat you. Like, okay, that's what you're. That's what you signed up to be. You signed up to enforce the law and beat me as soon as I'm on. Uh, like, come on, son. Like, I'm a little dog. And you know if it was a dog that got hurt, the whole world would be more sad now than if it was a regular human being like we see. If it was a dog that 
that that cop knee was on, they would have got justice the very next day. We do live in in some some effed up times. We we definitely definitely do. And honestly, like again, I don't want to. I'm 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 sort of just playing it real neutral right now, and it's not like it's again. Yes, I I saw um what's his name? I think it was Chris Rock. Chris Rock had a had a, like a a skit where he was talking about bad apples. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but he was like, "Oh, the cops are saying, oh yeah, we got a few bad apples." There's some professions where you can't have bad apples. Like <laughs> that's one of them. If you have a heart surgeon that's a bad apple that fucks up a heart surgery every once in a while and kills the patient, mm-hmm. that's not ideal. You don't want that. And I being don't. an officer of the law and protecting and serving your community and the civilians and residents that are in your community, you can't be a bad apple if you're doing that. You're upholding a standard. You can't just say, oh, well, he fucked up, but it's okay. There might be a couple sure. more, but it's all right. And Chris Rock also said that he's like, oh, I've had a bad apple. It's not that bad. It didn't choke me out. Like, the a bad apple is such a, like a, a loose term for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Nah, you got a fucked up, rotten piece of shit. That's what you got. You don't have a bad apple in the police force. That's a that's a piece of shit. Yeah, but this has been going on for years and years and years and decades. So that this whole that bad apple or we didn't know what procedure to follow or it was a mistake. That that's it's over with with that. That's we're not taking that bullshit no more. It's a load of shit at that point. Cuz we've seen cops lock up alligators. We've seen cops like like, like take down like any type of other animal with ease. But when it comes to, and I am going to say like a unarmed black man or any black man at all, the first thing they draw for is their gun. We've seen videos of like white guys going after cops with their knives and the cop doesn't draw for his gun. He says, oh no, calm down. Come on, we can solve this. So why can't you do that with anybody else? And that's where I get upset. Yeah. like, And it goes back to that that whole like, having a procedure thing and like being one of those people that always does the right thing. You can't do the right thing. Sometimes as an officer, you have to do the right thing all the time, 24, seven, 365, 366 on leap year. You got to do it all the time. You don't just say, I'm having a bad day today. So I might kick a couple people's teeth in today. No, you don't yeah. you have to set whatever it is aside and follow the law and follow the procedure for that all the time, every single time, not whatever you want to. But there's no like unless there is some sort of police training, like more extensive yeah. police training, unless there's something like that, where maybe you could take a book out of the Marines out of the Mm -hmm. Navy, out of like military forces to train these people. Because if you're a Marine on the front lines, if you're a Navy SEAL, you can't, again, that's one of those professions. You can't be a bad apple. You can't fuck up. So it's like, try to take from these, like, I guess, organizations and these groups of people that uphold such a high standard 
and use them to help train the people that are supposed to be at a very similar standard. Yeah, you definitely need accountability too. So it, it comes down to when people are doing crazy things and outlandish things and are not getting reprimanded for it or they just they just get away. It's a slap on the wrist and it's like, oh, you got, you're suspended or, oh, we're going to do a private investigation on a situation and they sweep it under the rug. Like they yeah. definitely have to, to hold account accountability for their actions to the highest, to the highest regard to where they, they fear that, oh no, if I do do this, I'm not just going to get a slap on the wrist. Like there's going to be consequences for my action. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I was talking to my dad today, like after I found out about the, the whole charges thing and I was telling him like, it doesn't matter what you charge these people with because as we've seen in the past, almost every single officer has gotten charged, but has also gotten acquitted after the fact. Mm -hmm. And my biggest fear, like the thing I'm, I'm most worried about is not the looting is not the protest. It's not the destruction of properties. None of that. It's if this murderer gets acquitted of these charges what the fuck is gonna happen now this world this All country gonna is gonna loose. be it's gonna go bro, it's gonna go insane it's gonna yeah. be a shit show bro like that's what i'm most worried about if people are destroying shit and robbing from billion dollar companies without a care in the fucking world bro that if if this country knows what's good for them, he will have to be found guilty. There's no, there's no all four. way. All four of them. All yeah, four of them. All yeah. Four they four. will all have to be found guilty. This cannot be another one of those 2014 cases where the officer chokes somebody out, kills him, acquitted of charges. Shoot someone acquitted of charges this cannot be one of those scenarios because you're you're seeing what people are willing to go to the extent people are willing to go to to get some sort of attention and some sort of voice and if that shit happens bro Dog. shit is gonna go south it's gonna be bad and it's not gonna be like the oh we're just gonna burn stuff type bad like Yo, I like I don't I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. They will people will go hunting. That's all like uh, they will hunt people down. Honestly, maybe that's I I'm gonna say that's what needs to happen. But if they if he if he doesn't go to jail, that's exactly what's gonna happen. And that's the only way they're gonna actually take people serious. Because right now what we protest peacefully, we've done that before. Nothing happened. So if we're if every state right now is protesting, you got people like in other countries protesting, and he still get fined, non guilty, even with everything against him. You can't tell people, yo, we're sorry, we just lost this one. Let's go back to our daily life. Let's go back to working for I want to say the other guy, and just that's it. Oh, we lost this one. Let's try harder next time. Nah, there's no try harder next time. That's it. Like, if this one doesn't hit, then that's it. It's going to be really bad. Because there won't be a next time. 
There won't be a next time. You think that that cop is going to get away with whatever he does next time? No. 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 People you are know tired. What's crazy? You know what's crazy? Zimmerman is still outside. So maybe people will like let it slide because he's still outside in Florida chilling. So who knows what's gonna happen? Cause I just realized that too. Like they had all the they had all the evidence against this guy. And he's still walking, and then he had the nerve to go on eBay, I think, and pawn the gun that he used. And then he's still assigning flags and skittles as a joke. Like you see all this stuff happening that they that they could kill people and make a joke out of it. Then they could sue you when you try to like make other people not accept them. Like he was suing the family and saying how they're giving him a bad name. Like you killed their son and now you're suing them because they're making you look bad. Yeah, that's that crazy. Shit is, that's that's just disgusting at that point. Like you're like, come on. Like you really don't see anything wrong that you did. Like there's you can't tell what you did wrong, what you did to deserve whatever's coming to you. You can't see it. And it's like like, people like, nah. are just so naive, bro. I don't understand. Like, they just they just want to play stupid. Like, yo, be accountable for your actions. Like, And that's all um, we're asking for. And that's it. That's, that's honestly that's all, all we want. <laughs> we, want. We, want, we want people to be held accountable for their actions. And that's literally what the people are asking. And after a while... When you ask polite and you ask and you ask and you ask, it's a slap in the face. So I, you can only take so many slaps in the face until you have to react. And that's what and that's what they're getting now. That's and what they're getting exactly now. They're getting they're a getting. reaction. They're getting a reaction. They don't like the reaction. But they're going to keep getting this reaction until something's done. And that's what's like, oh, man, that's, that's just what's bothering me about this whole situation is... Also, the fact that this is happening at a time where the president of the United States is just oh, let's talk like about playing this, stupid, bro. Well, he he's just playing just, stupid. He is stupid. He is, bro. He's a true New Yorker. Like, honestly, it, yo, it's sad to say, but that's how a lot of people act in New York. Like, you know the truth. You know you're not supposed to do something, but you don't care because you're that guy. So you're going to do whatever you feel like, and that's it. To say that when the uh, looting start happening, the shooting starting, like, how can you say that as a president and then get mad when people block you? Like, when Twitter blocked his tweet, he was upset. He made a bill to stop Twitter. Like, that's how bad it is. That's the that's some of the pettiest shit I've ever witnessed in my life. Like, because someone doesn't agree with you and you have the power, now you're going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Executive order. Here you go. You can't block me anymore. <laughs> you can't have political views. You have to accept my tweets as facts. Even though, unlike, they didn't even, Twitter didn't even do anything wrong. They All did they job. did was say, oh, he's saying this. We saw a keyword in there. Here, if yeah. you want to read more facts about this, there you go. Oh, here. You don't see that. All they did. They didn't say, hey, this guy's a fucking liar. (laughs) Like, they did not say any of that. They just said, here, read this for yourself if you would like to. They gave the option. You didn't have to click on that link if you didn't want to. 
but they gave you the option because it's in their capability of being able to let people know about information. They were not choosing sides. They just fact-checked what he said, and what he said was a load of shit. But here's where I'm going to sound crazy. This is where I'm going to sound crazy, guys. I I told people this the first time he, he started running for president. I told people I wanted him to win. People said, why? Why would you want him in office? And I told them straight up, if he win, you're going to see a side of America that America's been hiding, that America's been trying to push under the rug for years. Now think about it. A black man won, right? After him, it was supposed to be a female president. Now think about that. America finally gave a black guy the highest power. Then they gave a female. Oh, America changed. No more racism, no more sexism. But look what happened. This orange guy came in. And he went right back to because they they was being oppressed, bro. These people was was feeling oppressed. They wanted to voice their opinion, and nobody was letting them voice it until Donald Trump came in. And now they're just letting it out freely. And now you're seeing America for what it really is. Nothing has changed in years. Nothing has changed. And he finally gave them a voice and made them feel like it was okay to talk. It's not okay for them to talk, but the thing is, they still had that feeling inside deep down. And everybody was going to think that America was good now. And, you know, some of the shit that I was watching um, from, like, the Trevor Noah's show, the, the Daily Show. Yeah. And you see, I forgot, I forgot the name of the guy, but he goes out to, like, the Trump rallies and stuff and asks them questions. And they're just, bro, I don't get it it just hurts me to see how dumb people can be and it's like all right um i one of them like was prime example Obama. prime example you get you get people like central park amy cooper you get oh. with, with with trump and presidency you get individuals like amy cooper and the whole situation that happened in central park this woman said i'm going to call Sorry. the cops and tell them that an african-american is threatening me Threatening like, my life. Threatening, threatening my life. My life. As well as she's choking her dog out. Yeah. And causing a scene. She's making it to where he's inferior and she's telling him that, oh, you better leave or I'm going to call the cops on you and give a false statement so they can do bodily harm to you. Yeah. And that's the thing. How, 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 do, you, how do you not notice that you have privilege when you could use the police as your personal bodyguard? If you don't like anything, you just call them like, oh, this guy's looking at me funny. All right, look, I feel like he's going to threaten me. He could just be looking like behind you or something. Yeah, Yeah, bro, that that shit was sickening to see just because like you like we live here. We live in New York City and people still think that way in the most one of, if not the most diverse cities in the world. And people still think that way. It's like, bro, what? Like, yo, it just blows me away every time I think about this. Like, how do you live and choose to live in the yeah. most diverse place in the world and still be racist? What about that little boy in Queen in uh, in Queens? The White Stone. The White yeah. Stone. Yo, that whole White Stone incident, bro. Hugs. That was Hugs. disgusting. I wish I was driving that, that. son. Oh man, 
if there was ever a moment to beat the brakes off of someone, that, that be, was it. That's that was it. it. Definitely Yo. it. Bro. That was just disgusting. It's like you would you would think that that video was taken in Florida or in Georgia yeah. or in Alabama. Like that's where you think that video was taken, but nah, nah. That was right here, right here in New York. Right here. It's it's been like the beacon of freedom. You know what I mean? For, it's it's for a this while. Is, this is where people want to come to escape where they're where they're at, whether they're overseas or like they're on another part of the fucking country that they feel like they're being oppressed or anything like that. This mm-hmm. is the place that they come to to get that sense of freedom. And then we have people like that kid in Whitestone and then Amy Cooper in Central Park. Like you can't escape this disgusting sort of mentality. No matter where you go, you think that if you come here, you're good. Nah. Not even close. And that's what's so upsetting. It's like being being born and raised here and living here and having my parents and my parents' families come from another another country here and then thinking that this is this is like the the land of gold and then you get you deal with this shit this is what they came here for yo i'll be saying i want to go back to my yard it's like bro puerto rico son the beach is over there far more beautiful than anything over here that is a fact you get to pick a coconut out of a tree chop it off and drink a coconut like, you're bro, you're chilling. Like, it's a wonderful place. What fucked it over was America. America went in there and <laughs> fucked it up. Started building factories there. That way they could avoid taxes. That's yeah. why they don't pay tax. The reason why Puerto Ricans don't pay taxes is because America built facility- facilities there. It was called Operation Bootstrap. Mm-hmm. Built facilities there. That way they could avoid all the taxes and everything and the tariffs from overseas yeah, and then just bring it back here. They get more profit. And then there's also that famous saying, no taxation without representation. Mm. So Puerto Rico doesn't get any representation. Why? Because they don't pay taxes. Yep. It wasn't oh. their choosing to pay taxes or not. They were they were chosen to not pay taxes. They're like, oh, that's sick. We don't have to pay taxes. Fire. But then you get hit with, oh, you want to vote? Oh, you want to have a say in Congress? Oh, you want to yeah. have a say in the Senate? Uh, but you don't pay taxes, so you're just going to sit there. They have <laughs> someone. No, they literally have someone from yeah. Puerto Rico that's a representative of Puerto Rico that yeah. just sits in and listens. Listens. Just listens. Yep. Did I? Yes. That's they crazy. just sit in because again, they they have no representation because they don't mm. pay taxes. So they had they gave someone the power to go to Congress yeah. and listen and everything, but that's all they do. They have no input. They're not one of the Democrats, one of the Republicans, one of the independents that you see. Now they're just they're just in the back. They got a tape recorder. They're just holding it down. They just <laughs> recording all this information they're hearing, which yeah. again wasn't their choosing it wasn't the choosing of puerto rico to be like hey we don't want to pay taxes no they were just just told like hey you guys don't have to pay taxes they're like oh really yeah you good you don't gotta pay nothing like all right fire oh can i vote for the next president Ooh, nah you're bugging you bugging just just stay there keep your non-tax paying ass 
shut up and uh, just sit there. And that's what happened with Puerto Rico. That's why Puerto Rico is so fucked up. And that's why the the quality of life over there is so trash. Like, it's only good in the major cities, like San Juan, um, yeah. Aguadilla, Arecibo. Like, those, those are decent. They're not the best, but they're decent, especially San Juan. That's the tourist attraction but mm. the rest of the rest of the island you go into the center of the island bro yeah they're living they're living in cinder block houses wooden houses this shit is is bad and they mm-hmm. the the news shows everything over there which is one thing that like i'll give them props to they show everything they'll show people that got ripped out of the cars and just murdered out in the streets like hey don't drive in this area at night because you got people hunting you down. Mm. That if you if you have any flashy jewelry or anything like that over there, they're going to have an eye on you. And they have some people that wait for you at the airport. They have, like, scouts. Like yeah. You remember the movie Taken? Yeah. Where they had, like, scouts at the airport looking for, like, tourists? That's what they yeah. got in Puerto Rico. Because, bro, they got to they gotta make a dollar where they can. They gotta and, like, pay. I don't... I can't knock it because they got to do what they got to do but it's not right mm. but it wasn't yeah, it wasn't up to them anywhere you travel though but yeah you're, you're 100% right with that though that's true but at least they sh- they showed in the news because look at our news like they cover up a whole bunch of stuff too they pick and choose what they want to cover because what they're showing uh, all the looters and stuff like that right but they're not yeah. showing who's doing it they don't show they show all of the like all the black kids riding all the black kids looting, but they haven't shown all the white kids and how the cops just ran past them and didn't stop them. But let it be a black guy taken from Vans. Y'all saw that, that Vans video? Yeah, where the yeah. the white kid ran out and he saw the cop drop the bags and, and took off. And then the other cops came up, the girl came out of the store, uh, dropped the product and just and, and just ran off. They didn't do anything, but let it be a black kid, bro. They're going to slap him across his head with a baton. And said, "Oh, I had I had to do it because he was even aggressive. even after he drops the stuff. Even after he dropped it, oh, he was aggressive. He wasn't uh, listening to me, so I had to hit him. Like right now, I think our phone is the strongest thing. Because if we didn't, it, like like I said before, if we wasn't recording all this stuff, if we was at work, all this stuff would have been swept underneath the rug. Yeah, and you saw the the cops. I think I I don't remember the story. Might have been like a Neiman Marcus or something, and it was just cops." And oh, they were breaking oh. the glass. Yo, that's they were the ones. That. They were the ones destroying the property, bro. There wasn't Before? a single person in sight. <laughs> Not a person in sight, and they're breaking the glass themselves. Before we got on this podcast, I found a video. Oh, uh, did you see what they did to uh, Fordham Road? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. And and the insane part is, is yeah. like, and then you had all these organizations that was cleaning up in the morning, and they really didn't even show. Any advertisement towards it from at all, from, at all, bro. zero, and that was from around nine o'clock to about twelve noon. Yeah, because literally my mom lives right there. There, they like. I had a friend. She even called me saying, "Hey, you see what's going on?" And the looters was actually burning down the Kennedys and right on University and Fordham. They was about. They was yeah. willing to burn down a church. So, yep. which is, is insane, but. Another yeah. insane thing is, uh, have you seen that picture with the uh, chainsaw in front of the uh, jewelry store? No, I have not. No. All right. There's a picture floating around with a chainsaw in front of the jewelry store and said, damn, I can't believe these kids broke into the jewelry store. Now, the new show that they broke into it, 
but a video popped up just now that it was cops that used a chainsaw and opened the uh, gate. Bro, the That's amount crazy. of stuff that you see right now, like the cops are, are driving around with bricks in their car and dropping them on the floor so the kids could pick it up. You have these undercover cops breaking windows. You have these like selective white kids just going around giving people bricks. Like when you see something like that, that's when I say like, yo, don't peacefully like tell them stop. Like you could do citizens arrest. You could hold them down. Be like, yo, I seen this guy doing this. Walk them over to the cop. It's a whole bunch of y'all. Hold hold them accountable. Hold everybody that's doing something bad accountable. Don't just tell them, yo, please stop. We're not about this. Nah, because they're gonna continue doing. It. You could tell them stop right now. But they're going to go somewhere else and they're going to continue doing it. I don't, I personally don't, again, agree with the looting and the rioting, but yeah. I understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't believe it's the right thing to do to steal mm-hmm. all this shit and break and destroy property. But I understand passions are high. Son. The, the anger high. People are tired, tired of dealing with this shit. So they're just ready to be like, yo, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start destroying everything. And as much as like I don't agree with it, yeah. hey, it's going to happen. Shit like that's going to happen if you don't listen. If you don't listen and nobody's seeing any change, what do you expect? Burn it, bro. I'm not going to hold you. I've been saying this to my mom, saying this to my dad, my cousins, everybody. Burn it. I don't give a hell, bro. You... When all, when the KKK went into the black community and burned everything and killed all those stuff, nothing happened to them, right? Yeah, but they burn others. Com- they burn others' communities. You see, it's 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 one thing to burn down your own community, and like to- you got your mom and pop shops, you got your uh, corner bodegas, and you sit there and you know you see these people every day. They they live the same life you live, and then yeah. you're just gonna trash your community and just like you were saying earlier that that you got individuals that bang and they have representation of their neighborhood and stuff like that yeah. but um and you think at the end of the day the ops is the cops is is whoever's against us so mm-hmm. if you don't see people standing on the front lines you it don't mean they're not putting in that work you know what i'm saying or their influence is not being felt so when you got to think about that i understand you saying burn 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 it's all materialistic. You can't bring a life back. Materials you can yes. bring back. You got insurance, things like that. So, I when it comes to the looting, I don't I don't stress it to that point. I just stress the fact that if you're destroying your own personal community, this is something That's you got to wake part. up and see every day. That's the crazy part. Like the the, the out the outlash that you you want to give out and you want to cry out for yeah. to be heard and things. Understand that I'm not telling you to go and destroy another community, but don't go and violate your own. Uh, you oh, don't I shit am. where you eat. I am. I'm like like what he just said. Don't shit where you eat, but find yourself a white community. I, I'm not egging you on, but I'm just saying, dogs. Like I have dreads for a reason, bro. Burn everything, dogs. Bad man. Yeah, dogs. Yo, bro. <laughs> like the way my mind is right now, dogs. <laughs> honestly, that's that's the only thing left to do is like go into their nice little neighborhoods, bro, and say, yo, my youths. That's it, bro. Everything up in flames. I'm sorry. You hit me where it hurts. I'm gonna go back and hit you where it hurts. So you feel not- chaos. You feel chaos, and brings justice somehow, some way, bro. Okay. I'm tired of this. This, this uh, peaceful. Yeah, nah. That's a dub. They kill. Even with peaceful protesters, they kill them too, bro. So dub, dub everything. 
The, the one thing that I think they will feel is if somebody steals a boat, go to the Statue of Liberty and set that shit on fire. Ooh. Because we, oh, we're talking one. about freedom, right? We're t- we're, like, we're actually talking about freedom now. So the Statue of Liberty stands for freedom. There is no freedom here, so why is it still standing? Like, I understand burn, like, back, when is it, uh, Memphis, they, uh, they burned on the cop station. That made sense. But you're burning down and you're robbing like Legos, Aldos, and all these like small mom and pop shop, that that's doing nothing. Burn, Thanks. burn, burn down. What's it called? Um, a government building. Do something that's actually like a statement. Like there's people running around on Facebook Live. Oh, I, I have eight hundred eight thousand k views. Oh, I'm famous now. No, you're not. You're not even a real criminal. You're doing this for clout. Real criminals not going to post anything. But you're here, yo. Just stole me some Balenciagas. Not even your size, bro. You wearing leprechaun sneakers. You think you a thug? You think you a gangster? Oh, I'm fly. Drip, drip, drip. No, bro. That's still lame. If you really want to make a statement, do that. And that's what I'm saying inside, because that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like for me, I personally don't believe chaos is the answer. I don't mm-hmm. believe like we should continue the violence. Like I the what do you call it? Like burning this stuff, looting this stuff, destroying property, all that, that was to get the attention. And I understand that. All right, cool. This was very early in the protesting stage. Like people are upset, people are tight, they just wanna get be heard. The rage and, out, yeah. Yeah, and there's no better way to do that than affect the economy. Because we're in America, capitalist economy. We love our money. So if you hit us where the money's coming from, we're going to be tight. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's for. And I understand it. But I don't believe personally like that will continue to like push the envelope and make change happen. I think it will have to go more towards the like the protesting, more towards the pol- like the peaceful protesting part. Um, and that was, that's what I was listening to, um, today during like the town hall stream with Obama. And what he said is instead of the looting and instead of the violence, like he, he acknowledged like the civil, the civil disobedience is what brings change and like it, it helps. But what we need to do as a community and as, as a country, as a people, what we need to do is provide solutions and that goes this goes for more than just the protesting like this goes for life in general but if there's a problem you don't just scream out to the top of your lungs there's a problem there's a problem and just re- constantly repeat that mm-hmm. you would say there's a problem this is what we can do to fix that you know what i mean you don't just say what the problem is like we if you know anything, again, if you have any sort of decency, you know there's a problem and you could see the problem. What we yeah. need to work on, I think, together is how do we help fix that problem? What are all like just rattle things off of like what we can do. But you just help. hit it on you just hit it on the head, Daniel, when you said together, when you have in the times like this, you have to pick a side. You can't sit on the fence and you can't say, well, I don't I don't know, I don't know. It's either you with us or you against us. That's just that's how it goes. That I don't care if you're Hispanic, if you're brown, if you're white, if you're yellow. You you know what's going on in the world today. You you see it, you witness it. We've witnessed it for years, 
and yet we turn a blind eye. You got some that ride for each other, and they say they want to put their input, but there's no more fake love, and there's no you can't keep on giving these people a pass that you know want to ride the fence. One minute it's going to be convenient, they want to ride with you, and then the next minute they they want to just get quiet and say they don't know what's going on and act like they're oblivious to what's going on. So it, 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 you got to hold your peoples accountable in the circle that you deal with. And those that you know ain't riding with you like that, you got to expose them. And it, yep. it comes to that point where you got all these people that play like, oh, I care about your whereabouts. I care about what's going on in your community. But they really don't give two shit. At all. Yeah. And, and when they do talk about it, it's still on a platform that they get like some type of like recommendation or or some clout back. They're never doing it just for the love of their heart. Like I, I'm even watching like a whole bunch of YouTubers and I'm waiting for them to talk. And it's like the younger ones are not saying stuff on their page. They're like, oh, you know, I don't like to get political. What happened to him was wrong. But it's beyond political. Shoes. It, thank you, bro. And it's like beyond they keep political. on mentioning that. And then they just go back to their sneaks. I'm like, yo, at least do a, a like a five second sound like what I did. Like none of that. They just said, yo, it's wrong what happened. I'm sorry what happened. But let's talk about these sneaks that's about to drop. I don't care about these sneaks that's about to drop. I want to hear your opinion. Yeah. And like that's one thing that like I'm like trying to do. And that's kind of what I believe we all agree on with this podcast right now is getting the like the voices heard. Like we don't have the biggest platform at the moment. But we're still using it to bring light to the situation and letting people like in on what's going on. Because they're, they're as crazy as it sounds, there are people out there that have no idea what's going on. Yo. They have no idea. Jeez. And they don't understand what the what the issue is. So that's kind of what this is all about is just being heard. And again, Question to you, with, with that being said, of people just not realizing how far this, how do you feel about the whole Drew Brees com- comment that he that he put? Drew Brees is officially on pause for God knows how long. He is canceled for a while now. And so, okay, so brief rundown, because I know you don't watch football like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Drew Brees, quarterback for the the New Orleans Saints, right? Louisiana, Southern yeah. Southern State. I don't know if that has much to do with it, but just saying. He went out and said how he felt that kneeling for the flag and anybody that disrespects the flag is just it's like a disgusting thing. Like it, it's just wrong because it goes against um what he believes in and it's disrespectful to the military and everything like that and disrespectful to the flag in the country. So he, a a bunch of people, a bunch of his fellow players, fellow teammates, LeBron came out as well. And he was just like sort of condemning, condemning him. And everyone's like, bro, he still doesn't get it. Yeah. He still doesn't get it. Kaepernick took the positive, the positive approach years ago on processing mm-hmm. against this situation. So when he tried to take the positive route, everybody tried to switch the narrative and say, oh, he was disrespecting the flag. And now, six years later, we're going through this situation again, and the subject is brought up, and you're still going to mention the flag? 
that clearly has nothing to do with the situation or what he was protesting? Yeah, it's like he was talking about how it's disrespectful to his grandfathers and like their fathers before them, whatever bullshit he ended up saying. And people were coming out like, hey, you know, there were black men that fought alongside your grandfather and came back to a country that hated them. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, but that's also, again, that's all besides the point. The reason why Kaepernick did it wasn't for the military. At first, he sat down during mm-hmm. the during the national anthem, and then they were like, "Hey, he went." He was told by um, his fellow teammate, who was a, a former Green Beret, a former military person, right? Told him like, "Hey, you you probably shouldn't sit. It's a little disrespectful. People may see it that way, but you could take a knee, right? That way, it shows like, hey, you're still." Not, like you're not tuning out of the national yeah. anthem, but you're making a stand for it without being disrespectful. Okay. And so he's like, "Oh, okay, my bad. I was, my bad. I was taking it that way, like doing it sitting down. I'll take a knee this time." And he's like, "All right, cool." So then he started taking a knee. So he took the input from his fellow teammate that was a former Green Beret, and said, "Oh." My bad. I'm sorry if you thought of it that way. That's not what this is about. This is about the injustice that's happening in the free country that we live in where freedom was not meant for everyone. At the time of the national anthem, free was not a universal thing. Not everyone was free in this country. And Drew Brees after years of this happening still doesn't see that still disregards the whole fact that it has nothing to do with the flag has nothing to do with the country has nothing to do with the military it has to do with the inequality and injustice and it's just like damn bro and again he has so much influence and it's just in the just took it the wrong wrong direction took it the wrong way and people are just saying shake my head somebody said uh you should have just shut the fuck up like <laughs> bro yeah, that was jenkins that was his safety on his own that's malcolm jenkins on his own team. that was malcolm jenkins yeah you bro he said shut the fuck up <laughs> yo oh my god the uh and but it, you gotta think for a person of his stature and the team that he plays on to have that mindset. Yeah. Just imagine how many owners and how many other people, individuals, like that, still think like that when they don't yeah. get the bigger picture and see see what he was trying to lay down for us. And you know what's crazy? That's why I don't want sports to come back. I feel like if you as an owner feel like you have to stand up for Black Lives Matter or for any injustice, right? So what? Or for what's going on in the world right now? Why would you want to bring back the NBA? The NBA is going to take up so many uh, people's attention that they're going to be like, you know what? I don't forget about what's going on, but this basketball game is on, so I'm about to watch this. I miss basketball so much, so I'm going to forget about everything that's going on right now and just watch this game because I miss it. Like, they should have kept the NBA off. Like, we don't need it right now. That's the last thing we need right now is another distraction. Not saying I don't want people to play and have entertainment and stuff like that, but right now, 
wait until the trial is done, wait until everybody get convicted, they all get locked up, and all that. And then, hey, we celebrate the NBA's back home. Well, they're looking yeah. for entertainment to, to like, lower people's anger and adjust adjust everybody's mindset. It, it's supposed to help bring everybody together, but nah. then again, some people will get exposed. So, at yeah. times like this, you want to see who's the ones that's trying to be chameleons and blend in and be mm-hmm. fake plant, and then the ones that are really genuine and really, really ride for us. So, and that's just where I'm at with it. Well, Drew Brees is uh, officially off the roster in that case. And then, bro, as much as it pains me, much as it pains me, Virgil, what what are you doing? What are you doing? I can't even get a – I don't even want to give away my shoes, but I got to wear it like – come on, bro. Right right now, I don't own any off-white. I own Nike, like, collabs. That's what I own. But that's yeah, a good because, way to word it. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're, you're going to tell me you're a black man in your stature, your power, and then you do that. And then your apology sounds like, uh, I did this, I did that, me this, me that. Like, bro, you're still not addressing the issue. How that sounds like it was you... a PR, a yeah, PR situation did, right there. How the hell did you becoming the, the creative director in Louis Vuitton have to do with anything that you just did. You donated, well, 40, 50 bucks? Yeah, 50. And I'm supposed to be happy about your $50, bro? Come on. $50. Yeah. Bro, that you can't, can't even get some socks. socks. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you can't get socks for $50 from Off-White. And it's like, like I understand, like, like I want to, I kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt, like, he kind of did it without thinking, but bro, nah. if you are like putting it out there that a multi-millionaire donated fifty dollars, fifty, oh, and then you had, you, come you on, had, you had forty, like uh, Drake's friend, uh, he yeah. gave what four k, Drake gave what a hundred k. All yo, the only thing Kanye have to do right now to get back love is come out of nowhere with his Twitter account and post that he donated. That he donated one mil. Yeah, but he be faking. He be frauding. So that's true. That's he hasn't like, said anything nah, this whole time. This this ain't it's old Kanye. Quiet. This this new Kanye. Yeah, he's not even showing face. Like you can't you, what, what, anything. Anything that, that anything he does now in these times is gonna look like a publicity stunt anyway. So facts. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, so he's they, damned if he does and he damned if he doesn't. So so he better damn do it and just get. He just he just better do it at least like contribute and just take yeah. the heat for not doing it sooner. Facts. Facts. That's oh, it. talking about that, yo. Before we go on to the next topic, which is I think the political election and stuff like that, how do you guys feel? Like I think I'm the only one that noticed this, but every single brand posts their statement the same day. <sighs> Like it's I feel like Nike, Adidas, everybody went on Zoom and said, "Yo, who's doing this first? And everybody dropped it on one day. I mean, Kiff, uh, who else? Gucci. Everybody dropped it one day. Yeah, like I think that was just because of what happened the day before, because that was the day right after shit went south in in Soho. That was mm-hmm. the next day. So I think it might have had something to do with that. So I, I don't I don't necessarily per se want to like. So if it never they went believe south, they, they did it all. 
at the same time, what do you what happened? <laughs> if they if if people in Soho did not go like wild out, they wouldn't post it. Uh, I wanted to post I, the very I don't next think day so. when that happened. I don't think so. All right. I think you. like <laughs> I, I no, I mean wait. Hold on. My bad. What <laughs> wait, what was your question? Cuz I Bro, I think I'm I we're, feel we're, like if if the whole fire the riot if none of that happened, I yeah. don't feel like they would have said anything. And no, if no, they, they did, wouldn't. it would have only been may, maybe maybe Nike only because LeBron is so vocal. Maybe then that's it. When Nike yeah, that's, jumped that's on it heads heads on, Nike jumped on it heads on to the point where, and you remember when the whole pandemic went, Adidas threw shots at Nike, three stars threw shots at Nike for for letting their employees not go to work, and Adidas was like, oh well. But then you see during this situation, they must have learned their lesson because they want to retweet and jump on, oh we're better together. I think that was the best thing out of this whole thing. Bro, now, Nike's like, been on top of everything so far. Like, there's nothing, like, I can't say anything bad, bro. There's nothing bad to say. They've been the first ones to do each thing. They're first ones to say, hey, we're going to, we want the safety for our employees because of COVID. All right, cool. Three stripes, doesn't want that, but too bad because city on lockdown. See, and then bro. they come out and they're like, hey. We want to uh, we want to say that this has to stop, and then everybody else starts retweeting. Then shit starts getting robbed. Nike comes out. We still stand with you. Like yeah. they've just been on top of each thing, and everybody's just been on that wave every and, time. And that's just like yeah, you you can't like I bro, all props, all props to them for doing that because you can't. You can't discredit them. You can't say they're not for the community. They're not for the culture. They're not for, like, the betterment of the world if they're doing stuff like that. I wish they wrote Virgil's letter. Bro, they should have. Oh, man. But, <laughs> yo, Virgil ain't want to. Virgil said he wanted to cut ties earlier. So, hey, go. he wants to be his own man. He wants to be, like, the new Kanye. And, unfortunately, right, he's joining his boy Kanye in getting all this fire. One last question. Yeah. How do you feel about the store owners that even though like this is going on and their store got robbed, their main focus is the store? Well, okay. There's there's two parts to that, right? One, if that's been something they've been striving for for their entire lives, right? Since they yeah. were little, they've been helping their father with small little things, helping their mother do this and that. And they've grown that business. And like, they've gone out, finally bought their own spot and they did everything. And they put their heart and soul into that said, fuck school. I'm focusing on this business. I know what this can be. And I'm going to be happy doing this. And they go out and do that. And then shit gets destroyed, bro. I'm a, I'm a be tight too. Yeah. I'd be pissed if I, if I'm putting blood, sweat and tears into and representing my name, and mm-hmm. and it just gets destroyed. I yeah. feel away, but at the end of the day, that stuff I can get back. It's all materialistic. So at, at first, I'll, I'd be irate, I'd be upset, but then I look mm-hmm. at the bigger picture, and and then I uh, you can't get that life back. That life is no. never coming back. My products and all the items, it can come back. People can come help and and rebuild. But that life is gone. It's gone forever. So 
I can't say that I would not be irate and I wouldn't be livid at the situation, but I would actually sit down and look at it in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things. I feel like cookies was the only one that, uh, we shopped. They were the only one that really said like, yo, I'm okay with, with the looters and what they got to do. If that's how they, they feel like they're going to get their justice, go ahead. I could get back my shot. I'm, I'm cool with that. It's going to take time, but I could get mm-hmm. it back right now. We're focusing on this injustice. And and he ended just like that. But then I seen the other shops. Damn, I, I've been doing this for 30 years. And now in 30 minutes, it's gone. And I read their whole paragraph. And I don't see nothing else besides, damn, I'm pissed. And I'm like, bro, I get you pissed. But at the same time, this was bound to happen. Like what you said earlier, like like looting happens. If people protest, it's going to be people who take advantage and they're going to loot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why I said there's two sides. There's that side that... If you've been put in 20, 30 years into a spot and it gets dismantled or burned down and you oh. can't replace it, yeah, you're going to be, bro, you're going to be pissed off. And I don't like, you could be one of those people that's been for the movement since the beginning, right? You could have been, and then you're like, bro, I've been for this movement and they just destroyed my whole like way of life. Because there's some, there's some shops that got like robbed and stuff. Yeah, you can replace it, but there's also some shops that got burned to the ground to a crisp. You can't <laughs> at that point you can't really rebuild that that quickly per se. So I understand that, but yes, as Nori said, as you said, it is in the grand scheme of things that you have to step back and say, "Hey, yes, this sucks, and yes, I got to rebuild, but it's nothing that will compare to losing someone." And you you may not see it this way, but that shop getting robbed may contribute in the future to now providing a voice for these protesters to now speak and get some change. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to find that silver lining as much as it'll suck. Because, bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, suck. I'm if I spent my whole life and it, that shit is in shambles. I'm going to be pissed. Like whoever says they're not mad, you're bugging. Just be straight up and say that you're going to be mad, but you have to see like why this happened and understand the, the, the gravitas of the situation, right? Understand that that one shop does not compare to the injustice that's been happening to an entire race. Yeah. So it's like, a little bit of really it's a little bit both. Change like I feel like New York, the state, we're blue. So I feel like it's time for us to stop focusing on like the presidential race and we have to focus on like governor and senate and stuff like that, dog. Like that's where a lot of changes, like in the city wise, that's where it starts. A lot of time we focus so much on like on, on who's running for president, but when is New York ever gonna be red? Ever. I'm hoping, hoping never. <laughs> that's that's the hope, but like honestly, like uh, I know it'll never happen, but there should not really be a blue and a red. Like there shouldn't be two separate individuals. We should be one country and understand what each other wants. That's like 
That's what's the call, bro. That's dictatorship. You can't have this. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, but that dictatorship is one person running the whole ship. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that's a dictatorship. I mean, like we should understand that. Hey, killing innocent black men is wrong. Can we all agree and nod our heads? And only oh, half the God. class nods their head. Like that's and then you not get what... mad at the other half. Like you don't see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like here. you know, come on, son. Like you you don't you don't see what I gotta go through. And it's like that's that's what I meant by that whole situation. Not like a dictatorship oh. and shit. But <laughs> I like I meant it. like why like there shouldn't be like people with like different views morally. Like morally there shouldn't be people with different views like that. They're like Kill an unarmed black man. Eh, that's all right. No, it's not okay. Kill an unarmed white man. Wow, why'd you do that? Why'd you commit that murder? No, you gotta have the same energy for both. You don't just pick and choose like where to place your energy. If it's wrong, it's wrong. You gotta see it as one human being and another human being. And one one human being is not sig- like treated significantly less. Than the other, just because of the pigmented compl- skin. Yeah, exactly. Their complexion. It should not be that deciding factor. And I no. saw like a video. I believe it was yesterday, of this this father calling his kid over, white kid. Oh, I see that. Right? Yeah, I see this. And he's like, "You saw the like." He's like, "What do you see in this picture? Two boys. Mm-hmm. What do you see here? Two girls. Okay." He's like, "All right. What is there? Anything else that you see?" Uh, that they're hugging. Yeah, is that oh, it? Is like, oh, is there anything else? Is there anything oh, else that you grass. can see? There's tall grass. <laughs> that's, that's pure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 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 how you know hatred and racism is not genetic. Is, is not genetic. You're not born that's with taught. it. That's taught. That's taught, and it's sad that that's taught. Like, what what happened? What happened to you that you feel as though that that's right? It's just, oh man, yesterday I was so, oh, oh man, yesterday was just a bad day. I was so upset about everything going on and I was just like thinking about it and mm-hmm. I saw this fucking person posted, you chose to be black in America. I was like, huh? <laughs> Yo, send me the the page, bro. Bro, it's it's um it's the Miss Universe from Malaysia. Wow. Okay, she, I'm, I'm done. I think it, I think it's Miss Universe. I think it was Miss Universe, but from Malaysia, hundred percent. And she said something about you chose to be black in America, so you just have to deal with these things and become stronger. Wow. Well, so now that we show strength by retaliating, it's a problem. It's a fuck. Yeah, it's a problem. It's violence. But when the so South it's like, went to war, because they wanted to keep slaves, it was cool. All right. Thank God they ain't win, though. Bro, Yo, what? I mean, I'm in Jamaica, so I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have stepped foot in Puerto Rico either. I would have been. Yeah, either way, I'm ha- I'd have options. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have options. I don't have options. I got one. <laughs> I got many options. I've been straight. Yeah, but oh, um, man. honestly, like the last last thing I want to say, because we've been going on for over an hour now, um, Gosh. that 
right now we have to come together. I know specifically here in New York, we have the presidential primaries, June 23rd. So yes. please go out. If you're listening to this and you're in New York, please go out, vote. We all know what we want at this point. Like I don't have to say it. I'm not going to make this a political fucking speech, but we all know what we want and what we need right now. Facts. Cause this is, this is, this is a load of shit. So that, that's all I got to say. Nori Squin, y'all got any final things? Um, I, I appreciate the fact that we did utilize our platform to address this topic because it, this is things that needed to be said from our standpoint. Um, yep. Maybe the next the next pod it, it won't be so so uh, dark I guess but we need this this information and we need to have these conversations with each other so I just I just ask everybody to to stay safe out there man like if if you're gonna protest protest I respect that if you're gonna loot then you're gonna loot like I can't I can't control that but at the end of the day um, just get home to your families and. I don't care what you rep, what color you bang, how you move. Um, at the end of the day, uh, innocent life was taken, and nothing is more than an innocent life. So you just you just got to ride out and just make sure we do better as a people. That's true. It's, I think it's just time right now to come together. Every other race can do it, so it's our time to do it too. Like I feel like we've been this crab in a barrel for way too long, and it's time you for had to use that. What's up? <laughs> I'm saying you had to use that line. I had to use that line because I feel like it's so true. Like we're definitely the crab in the barrel, and it's time to get out and help each other get out this barrel and just move forward. If not, Statue of Liberty is going to be another color. I'm telling you, this man, the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Yo, you love that Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh. Y'all know, y'all know. If it happens, y'all know. <laughs> we, uh oh. Thank God we don't use our government names on here. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, please, if you guys are out there, stay safe, right? And as Nori said, if whatever you're going to do, you're going to do it. But just please stay safe um, and just be open to receiving information and talking to one another. Because you can learn stuff from other people. You may not agree with what any of us said. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. You're going to believe what you want to believe. But just try to be open. Try to be receptive. And just learn and teach one another. Because that's the only way we're going to move forward. Is if we come together, we learn. And uh, we just keep keep pushing onto better days in the future. That's pretty much it. But. Squin, Nori, yo, that's it. all right, yo, man, done. So, I'm, I'm gonna take a couple pictures of that Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I, I don't know when I'm gonna see it again. Uh, but we'll catch you guys in the next one. Deuce later. <laughs>